Welcome to Monk's Tape. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Monk's Take. We have episode 13 for you today. We're joined by Alpine skiing head coach Margo Cosentino. Coach, thanks for joining us. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. Uh, full disclosure, uh, Margo is sitting on the floor. Uh, she's having some back issues, unfortunately. She's in a lot of pain. Uh, she's also on tranquilizers for the pain. <laughs> so if she says anything that's a little, you know, a little off, we, we have built-in excuses already. Absolutely. Hopefully. You don't mind me saying that? Not at all. Okay. Nope. Okay, great. It's real life. It's real life. That it is. It, we, we definitely uh, prepare everyone for real life and, you know, everyone's uh, ready to hit that after they graduate from college. Right, Megan? Correct. All right. Always good to involve Megan Dunlap on the uh, podcast. So, Coach, uh, the regular season is over for the Alpine Ski Team, a very successful inaugural varsity season for your skiers. And some exciting news uh, came up yesterday that kind of is, is definitely uh, a cherry on top. So talk about what you learned yesterday for your team. Definitely, yeah. Um, well, we were expecting to have possibly take the individual spot to qualify for regionals um, after our regular season events. And last night we found out that our entire women's team actually qualifies for regionals um, for this coming weekend. So that's huge news. We're really excited to be able to attend that event as a whole team. Very cool. And you previously you knew that you had your top skier that was going to qualify, but now the whole team is in. Yes. And so just talk about what the team reaction was to that because I know that's big news and especially for a first year program, that's that's huge. Yeah, it is huge. Yes, the team was really excited to find out that we qualified as a team. Um, we had consistently been, you know, in the third, fourth place range in our division. And um, towards the end of the season, the team really stepped it up um, to tie UMaine Orono, um, which was ended up being what you know, got us to this point to qualify for regionals. Um, we did have that individual spot solidified um, pretty early on, but it was really awesome for them to find out that it indeed was the whole team. And it, you know, it took the whole team to get there, which was exciting too, because they worked really hard up until the very last run of the last race. So I think they're really excited. Um, and I feel like they definitely deserve this. No. I'm ignorant um, to your sport. Uh, just learning skiing on a week-by-week -week basis, we have a lot of conversations via text on the night or the afternoon of meets. Uh, it, your sport is very unique in that every run is different and times aren't comparable, even at the same mountain, um, you know, on the same day, you know, two different runs. So how do you i mean you know it's a good time by what factor when you see somebody ski down a hill and you know that's a good time how do you tell um i think for the athlete it goes partially goes into them knowing like their body and knowing what a good run feels like to them and what they've been working on mm -hmm. but ultimately you don't know what that run looks like until you've got you know the top 10 or 20 girls or guys down there in the finish and you have times um you're right you can't compare any times 
to either any runs or to the venue. Um, and I think that is something that people don't understand. I hear a lot of times, you know, I had um, a 35 seconds at that mountain. Well, depending on how the course was set, that could be slow or fast. Um, even run to run, you know, a typical race is two runs, one run in the morning, run one, run two in the afternoon. And um, the course is reset in between those runs. So it's set by a different coach um, than the first run. So it's a completely different course. Um, so there's, it would be like if, you know, running, um, running a cross country race, you know, in Vermont and then running a cross country race in Massachusetts and trying to compare the two, it's, mm-hmm. you just can't. Um, so, you know, a lot, the races are based off of a time, a combined time of those two runs. Um, and that's how everything is scored and your top three skiers score the top three times and then those times are added up to make the team score and that's what your score is so if you're seeing on the schedule three minutes and 21 seconds that's the team total time for your top three skiers on both runs on that day yep so Um, it's um it's certainly unique. There's no, I mean, I'm very statistically oriented. You know, there's no record book. We'll definitely track individual results and team results, but we're not going to say they broke the team record time at, you know, Sugarloaf because that doesn't really, it's right. different every time you go. Yeah. There's no way to kind of compare that um, from day to day. Um, what, what we can track and what we do track is, um, the division overall. I think I shared with you the spreadsheet that we use, Mm -hmm. um, that looks at the whole season, all 10 races and you get, we base it off of world cup points. So you get points for every place that you fall in. And, um, you know, for instance, first place gets a hundred points, second place gets 80. So at the end of the season, you know, you have a 500 ish points, um, and everybody's ranked from first to, you know, I think we're around 50, 50 racers at this point in each um, male and female. So that's how we do keep score. So we can say, you know, they had their career best finish if they've never gotten a seventh place before, things like yeah. that. But um, yeah, it's you can't compare the, the times really. No, you... Your team is obviously young, being a second-year program overall and a first-year varsity sport. Uh, but talk about the impact that this year's group of freshmen has had. Uh, Annie Sermonero, Sarah Lachance, Jillian Luby, and then adding on to, of course, Sarah Hotchkiss. And then on the men's side, uh, Tucker Davis, who's also a freshman. Just talk about the composition of your roster and, and the competitiveness they bring. Yeah, I think um, they all came in here knowing that this would be the first varsity season. Um, They were, they, I think part of the reason why they chose our school on top of academics and the school itself was for the ski team. And a main reason being that they get to be part of establishing a varsity program, um, which is pretty cool. They are, they came in really excited, um, a lot of energy, want to get our name out there. and shared the success and everything. So they've been really great about, you know, participating in everything that I've asked them to participate in, sharing their experiences, talking to people, um, talking to their home schools, their friends, things like that. And also talking to recruits and being honest, answering questions when, you know, we've got other kids looking at us. So um, they've done a really good job of, um, of kind of doing that and um, bringing a good energy. Um, and I think they're they're just really excited to have finished of 
the first season um, of their college ski racing career and um, are able to be moving on to regionals. And also um, they're really looking forward to next year and, you know, the growth that our team has and the incoming freshmen we have next year too. Excellent. And, th- and this is one of those sports too where it's kind of like golf in that people will do it as a pastime or as, as one of their favorite activities. You know, people will pay big money to go to Sugarloaf or to Shawnee Peak or yeah. wherever it might be on a weekend. Um, golf is kind of the same thing. So I think it's, it's, it's something that would be very appealing to people who love to ski that they could do it at the college level. And, you know, you get to do all that skiing at all these various mountains that maybe they never have before. Yeah, um, we have quite a few kids from New Hampshire, um, and many of them haven't skied at Sugarloaf, for instance. Um, So it's pretty neat for them to get to experience different mountains. Um, We're so lucky in our proximity to some of the mountains that we can get to. um, Obviously, we train at Shawnee, we train at Sunday River, but Lost Valley is pretty close. Um, Mount Abrams pretty close. You know, Sugarloaf in the scheme of things isn't too far away either. Um, Titcum Mountain and Farmington, Black Mountain, all mountains in the area that we, you know, can get to and ski at and we race at on the weekends. So um, I think that's been really helpful. Also, we're extremely lucky to be able to have seasons passes to both Shawnee and also to Sunday River, which includes Sugarloaf and also Mm -hmm. Loon mountain in new hampshire so you know when those kids go home over break they can get to some of those mountains in new hampshire and ski or come back up to maine um so there's a lot of opportunity for them to ski um you know practice but as well as just for fun which i think is really important right now um being such a young team we're really focusing on getting like just those reps in and those runs just ski 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 um gates is great but also free skiing you know, is just really, really good for practicing those things that you're working on in the course. Um, So I think those are all really, really good things. And I've seen um, part of, I've seen our team be able to take their siblings and friends too out and kind of Mm -hmm. ski with them, you know, on campus when, you know, when everybody's back in session and also when they're at home over break, which is nice to be able to kind of share their, their sport with their family and also their friends. And it can be fun for everyone. No, uh, Megan and I had the opportunity to go to your very first home meet at Shawnee Peak a couple of weeks back. It was a very cool atmosphere. Uh, everybody's kind of, you know, it's very sportsmanlike, probably more so than any other sport that we see yeah. here on a routine basis. Everybody's rooting for everyone. People are helping each other out. And the, the parent support was actually kind of uh, surprising because it, these parents travel they travel a lot. They do. They travel far and often. Yeah. <laughs> you know, to come support the team and bring food and bring their pets and all <laughs> sorts of things. We've got many um, team team dogs that travel with us. Um, but yeah, Annie's parents come from Pennsylvania um, most weekends, so they're they're excited to just be able to come watch the team and it's great to have them. So it's nice to see all the parents out and about at the races and Shawnee was great to have you guys there as well as some of the students came out to support their friends and everything, which was really cool too. Oh, great. Yeah. I was just going to ask, you know, in the future, we, we do have to try to get people to go. I mean, for us, it was, you know, let's just go and see what happens and what we can do there. And I had no idea what we were going to get into and how it was going to be. Were we going to get hit by skiers? (laughs) You know, were we going to be in the way? 
Um, but it, it was really educational. It's really cool. There's definitely a place for people to stand and watch and cheer yeah, and mingle absolutely. and all that. So there's definitely a, a spectator sport for sure. It's really great for the athletes too. Um, you guys can't see the start necessarily, um, but a lot of times we can see the finish from the start. So it was really cool for them to look down and see so many fans at the bottom. And you can actually hear them cheering from the top too, which is really neat. It just creates like even more of that fun atmosphere that really pumps them up when they get in the starting gate. Yeah, very cool. Definitely. So talk about Annie Sermonaro. I'm probably butchering that last name. Sermonaro. Sermonaro. Very, okay. Not too bad. Yeah. Uh, She's had a great year. She has. Uh, She has, uh, you know, she's probably the first great skier that you've had here. If we want to say great or not, but she's a freshman. Yes. And she comes from a, a big time skiing background and she has finished, uh, as a medalist, uh, probably more often than not. Yeah, she's podiumed, um, I'd say, half the time, maybe. Um, But she's overall really had just a wonderful season. Um, I know she's having a lot of fun, which was really important to her, that um, she could continue ski racing in an atmosphere that um, she could still have fun. And I think, you know, that's she's been really successful because of that. Um, Her demeanor is just very calm. in the start and also, you know, just throughout, throughout the season, she doesn't really get, um, too worked up and too much in her head, which is huge because skiing's so mental. Mm. Um, you know, you can psych yourself out before you even put on your skis. So I think her background has really helped her, um, deal with that stress and the pressure, um, so that she can be successful. Um, but she's had a, just a really great season. Um, I think she surprised herself. Um, you know, she always says she's a slalom skier and she is a great slalom skier and she's just amazing to watch skiing slalom, her technique and everything. Um, but she's had some really good GS races too, which I think surprised her um, and her parents that she was skiing GS so well. And they, I think, they attest that to having having fun, you know, and being... Um, part of the program and everything so it's been great to have her and um, also for some of the other team teammates to see her and kind of how how she does things I think it's been great for them to learn from also yeah everybody comes from a different background yeah high school skiing and, and all those kinds of things yeah so. that's that's interesting for sure too that everyone has a different background and also was um, taught something different and most likely at a different age um, so having a group like that and trying to understand their needs and also their um, technique and trying to improve on things can be challenging too because it's very individualized you know it's not like we have a game plan where we're going to go out and do this practice and everyone's doing the same exact thing because it's not every Mm. single kid is working on something different and as coaches we have to remember that and know what they're working on but also it takes time to understand them and how they learn. And that's tricky too, to be able to coach them in a way that works for them, um, it, you know, individually. is It's just a lot of work and it's, yeah. it takes a lot of time to make that connection with the athletes. But I think we've gotten to that place and I think that's why we've had some success. And also there's 10 to 15 minutes between individual reps because they have to go up to ski lift to come back up to go back down. Yeah, exactly. There's so that's, a lot of, that's interesting too. Yeah. Um, a so lot like of time. You can get to... multiple reps and just go and go and go. I'm sure you break it up on the hill, uh, you know, working on various skills with individuals, but still going to full run, you have to 
yeah, there's it's, time between. Yeah, you know, it's like 30, 30 to 45 seconds of, you know, 200% of your energy mentally, physically, and all that. And then all of a sudden it's over, and you know, and you've got 10 <laughs> to 12 minutes on the lift ride to kind of think about those things, which can be good and bad, you know, time to think and reflect on your run. Um, and what you can improve on is great, but also that's when, you know, kids get talking to each other and might get a little psyched out if they're working on something and they don't feel like they're making improvements, even though they definitely are. But we have to remind them a lot of times, you know, it takes, what do they say, 5,000 movements of your body to remember right. something. So it's, you're not going to change anything in one run. It's a lot of practice, which is hard, you know, when you have to have that much patience. How many times a week do you get on the hill for practice? Um, right now we've been training three days a week and then racing two days a week. So it's, okay. we're on the hill five days and we've got two days off one day, which is just a rest day and Fridays, which is typically our travel day. Okay. Um, so we get a good amount of training in, which is nice, um, because we're so close to the mountain, we can get up there. And then, um, we train in the mornings also, which is just wonderful. It's prime ski conditions. Um, we have first tracks every single day. Um, the weather's, you know, usually very, very nice. We have blue skies. You can see Mount Washington crystal clear. Um, and then we make it back for one o'clock classes. So it's, I can't think of a better way to start your morning on a mountain no. and then head back to school. Right. No, that's perfect. And, and Shawnee's only about what, 30 minutes from here. Yeah. So. In a van, we account for 40 minutes, yeah. but not too bad at all. And they do have seasons passes, so they can go up there on their own. And I know a couple of them have gone up in the evenings um, to get mm. some runs in. So, it, you know, they can, they really can get a lot of time on snow. That's cool. So one of the uh, the funny things about talking to you, Margo, about your sport is that, and just like anybody else with their sport, is, you know, they get into the lingo, okay, that maybe... You know, I don't understand. Sometimes I'll ask you to talk to me like I'm a four-year-old to tell me how it, it is. And, you know, I don't want to ignore that maybe the listeners don't know exactly what GS is or slalom or, you know, a panel slalom. Like, so what are the differences yeah. between those three? Are those the only three types of races that we... Yes. For most most of the time, that's what you race in college. Okay. Um, so there's actually four disciplines of ski racing. Um downhill which is the fastest super mm -hmm. g gs and slalom and then you have paneled slalom um we race in college ski racing we race gs and slalom and paneled slalom occasionally um gs is considered the speed event of the of the college ski racing um where you know you've got a paneled gate mm -hmm. and you're making large turns at high rates of speed um, slalom is the slower, more technical event where it's the single pull, um, that more you, turns. Yeah. More, more turns. turns. Yep. Quick, fast turns, um, single pull. And it's usually a shorter, shorter course in terms of like length on a hill. GS takes up a lot more space. Mm -hmm. Um, and then paneled slalom is, um, more of like a fun event that we do. Um, we do a dual paneled slalom, which means it's, um, set with a panel GS gate, but skied like slalom on slalom skis. So it's quick, it's fast. Um, and there's two courses right next to each other. So you have two people running at the exact same time oh, wow. racing each other. Um, okay. the way we do it is it's a timed event. So it doesn't 
matter if you if someone crosses the finish line before the other you're using a time um but it's still just really fun to have that experience it's of, still a competitive thing yeah 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 it's it's a good time um that's what we just did this past weekend and um we trained it you know and we did the the dub the duel that way we could get them in the right mindset of like having someone ski so close to them um, which was fun. And then come race day, you know, you don't know who you're racing against. So it's fun to, you know, have somebody from another team right there. It did happen that our first um, first run, Sarah Hodgkiss and Sarah Lachance were racing each other, which oh, really? is exactly what we had practiced. So they thought it was really fun to do that um, come <laughs> race day. So that's interesting. Yeah. So talk about what's coming um, this weekend at Sugarloaf. It's, uh, you know, the regionals which is we've, we've already mentioned is a huge accomplishment for a first year team. Um, you guys are there. How many other teams? I think you said there are. Up- yeah, I think there's 13 women's teams coming mm-hmm. from all over. It's the Eastern regional Championships, So it's just encompasses the Eastern divisions of, um, the, of USCSA, which is the McConnell division, the Thompson division, the McBride division, and our division, the Reynolds division. So 13 teams moving on and four individuals, so there could be around 80 um, female racers there. Um, mm. So yeah, it's a it's a huge event and it's a it's a big deal that we qualified and we'll be going. Um, it's going to be super competitive. Um, we've got some really great teams um, coming, so we're excited to see them and um, compete with them. But it's definitely going to be, uh, I think, a higher level than we're used to right now, just being a new team. Um, so I think it's going to be fun to watch, and I think they're excited and a little nervous too. Yeah, and if nothing else, it's going to be a great experience for a young team. Absolutely, I, I think as freshmen, mostly freshmen, um, it's going to be great for them to see what it's all about and give them a little bit more like um, of a a drive to want to be there next year. Yeah. So I think it. You know, they're really looking forward to seeing. Um, seeing the competition and also it kind of the the game changes a little now so from going into regionals we we were racing you know our team versus the other teams in the Reynolds division mm-hmm. now going into regionals it's more of the Reynolds division versus other divisions so okay. our team i think they're also really excited to be able to cheer for some of the other teams in our division you know they've gotten pretty close with some of the farmington kids and um colby and things like that so i think they're right. they're just excited to see see other kids and hang out and be able to cheer for them and watch them ski too um so it's it's a good atmosphere definitely so this year um this, this would be my final question going into the year what were your expectations and now that the year is is coming to a close here fairly soon where do you think you've landed on those expectations and goals? Um, well, I think my, I didn't have an expectation of making regionals, although I did really want that. That was in the back of my mind that it would be great to be here at this time. Um, but realizing, you know, that we have all freshmen and sophomores, that that might be a little bit of a stretch of a goal. Um, but from race to race, I would say they exceeded my expectations um, this season, I just was really excited with their the outcome of the races and also just how hard they work um, in practice and dryland. We started dryland training October fifteenth, so 
it's a long season, um, a lot of working out, a lot of time in the gym, which is no different than any other ski team. Um, but it's just something that I think goes unrecognized sometimes. And they just put in so much work and so much time and just, you know, ski skiing that many days a week too, their bodies are beat up. Um, but they, they're never giving up. They come back the next day, you know, broken ski, broken pole, (laughs) not feeling that great. And they work just as hard as they did the day before. So, I think overall they exceeded my expectations and I'm just really happy that we are able to move on to regionals and give them that experience. Um, And, you know, hopefully be able to come out of that with um, some good finishes too. I'd say it took a little bit longer in our season to, I think, see the see the peak for them. Um, And I think they're all feeling like they wish they had a couple more weekends because they kind of put it all together towards the end. And so I think it's great that we have another weekend for them to kind of give it a shot because they're feeling really good about their skiing right now. So um, I'm excited about that also. And I know I said that was my last question, but I did want to mention one other thing. You had two skiers in the top 10 in the we, division, which was also yeah. a, very cool. Yeah, that uh, that was really awesome. Um, overall, so like I said before, we keep track of the results overall. Um, and we did, we had two in the top 10, which was great. Um, Annie ended the season in fifth place overall, and Jillian ended up in 10th place overall for the season, which was huge. Um, They both worked so hard and fought. Mm. You know, Jill wanted that top 10 so bad, and going into the last weekend, she was in 11th, and so she really busted her butt to take that 10th place spot, and I think she's really excited. Um, Overall, though, our whole entire team ended up in top 20, which I thought was really a great accomplishment for a first-year program. And, and, and poor Tucker Davis gets to hang out with a bunch of girls all the time. <laughs> yeah, but he's a trooper. He's, he's had a, a good season as well, and he's shown improvement. He has, yeah. He's come a long way along. also. Um, so it was nice to see him also finish in um, the top 20 for the division. So he's had a great season, and I'm excited to see next year um, how everything goes with him. And some more males on the team, I think, are going to help boost his – um, energy and everything too. So he's he's had quite the season of <laughs> of the females to deal with. So I think he's excited to have some incoming male freshmen next year. Great. Well, Coach, thanks a lot for joining us and uh, good luck this weekend. We'll all be following for sure. Yeah, thank you so much. Um, the race should be up on live timing, so you can definitely follow along with the times there and see how it goes. Very good. So folks, that has been Monk's Take, episode number 13. Next episode, we'll have another Cosentino on deck with uh, Bill Cosentino, our men's lacrosse head coach. Margo, do you have any any pointers for how we should handle Bill on on a podcast? <laughs> oh, I don't know. I think um, if you put a camera in front of him, I think you know he'll he'll just really shine. So he likes yeah. he likes that. He does. He I likes think it'll be he good. likes the attention. He does. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, he'll definitely have his time to shine. <laughs> All right. Thanks again, Coach. Thank you.